Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 71 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We're making our way through the tourist trap chapter, the adventure at the back of the book, and let's quickly catch up on the story so far. Our heroes entered a Street Fighter tournament. They witnessed the kidnapping of an important diplomat by Spanish ninjas. They may or may not have cared about this at all, but in any case, Vega lured them to a ninja restaurant where they were shockingly jumped by ninjas and beat them about the face and told them to forget all about that diplomat they had already forgotten about. From that point, depending on whether our heroes defeated the ninjas or were defeated by the ninjas, they either drove to or were forcibly hauled to the small country village of Santa Toro, once famous as the home of the only actual bull to be canonized in the modern era, Saint Bull, now famous only for being weird and quiet and having a strange number of cows milling around for a place that doesn't raise cows anymore. When I first read this book, the first time I really paid attention to this chapter and followed the story, my expectation was that this was going to be a situation like the crowd at a, the El Toreador restaurant, where it's like the people here are, are amoral, they're used to being surrounded by crime and vice, they don't want to get involved, and, and maybe this little town is the site of some weird crime that Vega is committing, and all the townspeople are just like, I wouldn't wander into those pastures if I were you, stranger. People have been known to disappear into the dirt when they're trampled by bulls. Just that kind of thing. And it gives the player characters a sense of foreboding and, helpfully to the storyteller, no clues. And then you go and find the ninjas and the story continues. I underestimated the Street Fighter storytelling game because what is going on here is so much more wonderful. A truly delightful secret of Shadowloo. A great gift to drop on the storyteller as we approach the end of this bonkers fucking book. I give you, quote, the village secret. This sleepy little hamlet is actually Vega's assassin training farm. All the villagers get paid well by Vega to make the place appear to be an unfriendly and boring village forgotten by time. Some of the villagers are even beginning ninja working on their disguise skills to see how well they can appear to be, quote, normal. Vega himself is here, but he keeps a hands-off policy as much as possible, letting his minions handle the character's team. However, if the team manages to beat his men, he will step in and take them down himself. That's right, these are not villagers who have acclimated to Vega's presence. These are all paid actors and or student ninjas pretending to be villagers, I guess 24 hours a day, just to make sure that any tourists or wayward motorists don't think there's anything suspicious happening in this weird, quiet, unfriendly town in the middle of nowhere. But that's not to say that these actors have a cushy job. It's not to say that they're idle, spend all their time playing cards, like some kind of hovercraft pilots. This is a bustling assassin training farm. Quote, the village stores seem quaint and touristy, but they all hide the same secret. They are all centers of ninja training. The pastry chef is a master poisoner who teaches pupils how to expertly hide poisons in various meals. The toy maker devises traps for the ninja and teaches others how to make them. The clothier teaches the ninjas how to hide secret weapons or documents within the seams of clothing. However, it would take several successes on a perception plus investigation role to find clues of these activities while searching through the shops. This last part is the only complaint I can make about this wonderful turn this adventure has taken. The whole town is in on the ninja crimes. Fantastic. All of the shopkeepers in town are secret ninja experts, and every quaint shop is a secret center of ninja learning. Fantastic. 
the rustic country pastry chef, is a master poisoner? Amazing. Why, as a storyteller, with this incredible twist locked and loaded, why would you hide your light under a fucking bushel and force the player characters to make difficult perception plus investigation roles to discover all these secret ninjas? Are you really going to sit through scene after scene of street fighters asking villagers in broken Spanish if they've seen a man in a beautiful hockey mask around? And you as the storyteller know that all these people are secret ninjas and you're just going to sit on it? You're just never going to tell the players? Of course not. You might have them make some perception rolls, sure, but it hardly matters. You know, the only question is, do they get the satisfaction of figuring it out for themselves and getting the jump on the ninja toy maker or whatever? Or does somebody on the team eat a deadly Danish first and then the ninja baker comes for the rest of the team? You have to show your hand here. You, you, you just can't let the Street Fighters get through this scene without the reveal that they are literally surrounded by ninjas who specialize in quaint assassination. Obviously, the secret that this whole town is a fraud. The whole town is basically a covert LARP for training ninjas. That's the secret. One of the best, I think, that we've run across. And like many of these secrets, when it's this good, you just got to blurt it out. You just got to let the players know. However, shockingly, the way this page describes it, the adventure just proceeds with the player characters never finding out about the secret ninja villagers. So I guess let's leave that desperate ninja fight in an old-fashioned toy store on the fucking table and move on as the adventure demands. The page specifies that Santa Toro is about 45 minutes outside of Barcelona. You got to go through all these back roads, and of course you have to acquire a vehicle. It says a cab would be really expensive, but a rental is pretty affordable. Just like with the hotel accommodations earlier, this seems like a trivial thing to bring up. You're hardly going to end the adventure at this point because the Street Fighters don't have enough cash on hand to rent a car that can handle mountain roads. They're going to figure it out. Quote, the characters will be able to get to the village before dawn if they leave the restaurant immediately. The fight and the drive take at least that long. Other character actions, getting a car, etc., will add to this time. So once again, we've confirmed the weird impromptu street fight in the restaurant was around 3 a.m., and the characters are expected to just work through the night, not stop for rest or sleep, immediately hop in a car, and drive to the village of Santa Toro. As soon as the street fighters arrive in Santa Toro, they're noticed. Noticed by Felipe d'Aragon. Gasp. Yes, they will be noticed no matter what they do. And that sound you hear is just the first clickety-clack down a long-ass railroad. Join me next time for that on MDC. This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>